Hello everyone, and thank you for returning once again to the Monster Island Resort, your online radio show that goes bump in the night. The resort has been under renovations for a few weeks, as I contemplate what I want the show to look like as I move forward, or sound like, as the case may be. This podcast began in 2010 as a way for me to talk about the genre I so love, and it was at a time when I really had no one to talk about it with. And it has since grown much more quickly than I had ever imagined it would, and I now am blessed with an abundance of extraordinary people who give me their ever more interesting insights behind this misunderstood horror world. Between my horror film festival, Horrible Imaginings, my B-movie library showcase called Schlockfest, my eclectic cinematic shot-by-shot night at Whistle Stop Bar in South Park in San Diego, And now, the film geeks at the Digital Gym Cinema, I feel like time is zooming by at lightning pace. Unfortunately, my turn as your horribly humble host of this here resort has suffered the consequences of a rapidly diminishing availability on my part. I wanted to let you all know, here and now, that episodes of Monster Island Resort are surely going to continue. I asked for listener feedback about one thing. Would it be worth doing episodes if it were just me here talking, or should I continue to attempt to get a guest every time? I love having guests, and they of course add an extra dimension to what I can offer, but sometimes the scheduling conflicts and timing doesn't work out well enough to get a new episode online in time. To my question, I was surprised to get an overwhelming amount of feedback telling me that my episodes were still enjoyable even when it was just me rambling here about monsters or horror or whatever. And to my consistent listeners like Mike Beatty up in Nova Scotia or Jay from the Zombie vs. Shark podcast, who, by the way, I want to congratulate for coming up upon their own 100th episode, Carol Borden from The Cultural Gutter, Todd Statman from Die Danger, Die Die Kill, as well as the rest of the mysterious order of the skeleton suit, my cohorts in arms online, Uh, and all you others. I want to thank you for your kind words, for telling me that my show was worthwhile. Uh, Of course, they always encourage me to keep yammering into this microphone for hopefully what is your listening enjoyment. When I last opened the Monster Island Resort... I had Luke Thompson on, who talked about his adventures working at the Large Hadron Collider at CERN by day while making a zombie movie called Decay by night. That was my 100th episode. This is my 101st. Since then, much has happened. One thing that concerns all of us monster fans is, of course, the passing of Ray Harryhausen. 
I didn't get to record an episode about him, sadly. But I am profoundly grateful to have had the opportunity to write about the man and the effect his films have had on me for the excellent culturalgutter.com. You can look for my article there entitled Ray Harryhausen and Me, A Life of High Adventure and Escapism. Please check that out and let me know what you think. And also, Cultural Gutter is on a mission to keep alive. Their Indiegogo campaign is online and will be linked to on my website. Please consider donating a dollar or two to their efforts. I also want to mention that all of you folks in the Los Angeles area should stop by Dark Delicacies this Saturday. That will be Saturday, June 8th of 2013. My good friend Sean Menzi will be signing copies of The Victorville Massacre, along with the cast and crew, including Jake Blakeman, Chris Bailey, Kevin Brown, Sonia O'Hare. And they'll be there at 2 p.m. signing DVD copies of their serial killer film. Here is the description of that film. Something is happening in the desert town of Victorville. Neighbors are disappearing, murder is in the air. Unknowingly, a group of nine friends decided to spend Labor Day weekend in Victorville as the town finds itself terrorized by a serial killer. Now the friends find themselves on a haunting journey into heart-pounding terror, where dirty secrets within the group will be revealed. Blood will be shed, and surviving Labor Day weekend takes on a whole new meaning. Here's the trailer for Victorville Massacre. What do you make of it, Chief? What make of it? Two dead cops, a bunch of dead kids. Nobody knows a goddamn fucking thing. We never had a serial killer in this town. I'm sure as hell not gonna start now. The last thing everybody needs is for everybody to panic. You're the one that wanted to be dead. You took it too far, Gary. Well, it's a little bit too late for that now. They're dead. They're all dead. What are you talking about? They're all fucking dead! Is it true that there's a serial killer on the loose? Fuck me in the ass. Call me Sean. The signing is again this Saturday, June 8th at 2 p.m. at the absolutely fantastic Dark Delicacies bookstore in Burbank, California on Magnolia. Those of you who live in L.A. and like horror know exactly the place I'm talking about, as well as their proprietor, Del Howison, who is a great uh, ally to us in the horror community. Please, I will be there, so come say hi. And have some bloody fun at Dark Delicacies. Pick yourself up a DVD and get it signed by these excellent people. And after that, you can head up to the Open Fist Theater Company to see Exorcistic, the rock musical. That's right, at 7.30 p.m. at Open Fist Theater Company. Uh, Here's a description of that musical, which is loosely based on The Exorcist, of course. When a cash-strapped theater company decides to capitalize on the 40th anniversary of the scariest movie of all time with a hilarious parody musical, they unleash hell. From the creators of best musical winner Doomsday Cabaret comes the rock musical event of 2013. Don't miss this one. 
heads will spin, demons will dance, and guitars will wail. The power of Christ compels you. So unlike Reanimator the Musical or Evil Dead the Musical or any number of these musical versions of horror movies, which I am actually uh, really enjoying, to be honest, this one is a little more meta. So we'll see how it goes. It does include my friend Jesse Merlin, who you all have heard me talk about from his brilliant turn as Dr. Hill in the most amazing show ever, Reanimator the Musical, which I have seen dozens and dozens of times, including in Edinburgh, Scotland. Exorcist, or Exorcistic, sounds like fun. This is its opening weekend, so join us there at 7.30 p.m. Let's get a drink and watch the show. With me, of course, will be my partner in crime, KPBS arts and culture reporter Beth Accomando, who also happens to be on the board for Horrible Imaginings Film Festival, and my co-organizer of a little thing we have called the Film Geeks at the Digital Gym Cinema. I think I'm going to spend some time talking about that endeavor, because it has consumed much of my month, and you all deserve a good reason for my disappearance from the podcastosphere for a while. This whole thing started with the creation of a new micro-cinema here in San Diego by the Brilliant Media Arts Center. For those of you who do not know, Media Arts Center San Diego is a fantastic non-profit organization in the heart of San Diego on El Cajon Boulevard. Not only are they behind San Diego's excellent Latino Film Festival, but they offer extremely affordable classes and workshops on filming, editing, writing, and more. They spearhead youth education initiatives in various types of media. This past April, they opened what they called the Digital Gym Cinema. It's a 49-seat theater at their location on 2921 El Cajon Boulevard. It is intimate, it's very comfortable, and it's a perfect spot for bringing unique cinema experiences to San Diego, where before... There were no outlets for this kind of thing. San Diego is kind of bereft of these kinds of venues. So that is exactly the thought behind the film geeks at the Digital Gym. Our new organization is comprised of programmers from various San Diego film festivals, as well as Beth Accomando, the aforementioned arts and culture reporter from KPBS, who also runs the Cinema Junkie blog. So our whole mission is to bring films to San Diego in a true setting, a public big screen setting, where they would not have the opportunity to be seen in the past. This is a really important mission to me, very dear to my heart. And so that's why I have spent tons of time and money with Beth getting this off the ground. Along with myself and Beth, we also have Michael McQuiggan, who is from Film Out San Diego, the LGBT film festival here. We have Phil Lorenzo and Brian Hu from Pack Arts Movement, who run the Asian Film Festival here. And we have Victor LaRuccia from the San Diego Italian Film Festival. So our entire summer is programmed to bring solid genre films to our city. Films, again, that would otherwise never get the big screen public display that they deserve. Of course, this kind of undertaking is massive, It's time-consuming, it's heartbreaking, and ulcer-inducing. But when it works, it's very well worth it. And on Friday and Saturday of this past weekend, all of those pains and tribulations paid off in spades when we sold out two nights of screenings for the Soska sisters' film American Mary. You've probably heard of the Twisted Twins if you are listening to this show. I have had them on four different times. 
One of those times was to talk about the announcement of American Mary way back on episode 17 of Monster Island Resort in December of 2010. I also had a very popular episode recently with Tristan Risk from that film, which you all should listen to. Anyway, as I mentioned, both nights were sold out. Actually, they were more than sold out, they were oversold. And we were forced to move some seats into the theater, as well as to screen it out in the lobby. Jen and Sylvia Soska arrived on Saturday night to introduce the film, as well as to give a Q&A afterward. The audience, of course, was totally won over by both them and their film, and I've received loads of amazing feedback from people who I hope will continue to support the efforts of the film geeks and to bring something different to the big screen in San Diego. I want to give thanks to our sponsors at Lightning Brewery for providing the free beer, to Lauren Way for providing the amazing free Bloody Marys and rum drinks in test tubes and in syringes for people to enjoy, and of course for my partner in crime, Beth Accomando, for cooking and baking the goodies that make these events so extra special, as well as, of course, for being the great partner that she is in this particular horror cause. Her efforts have solidified some great titles for the film geeks, so I'm very grateful for that. In less than two weeks, we will host the second Film Geeks event. It is a dark, micro-budget horror called Gut. So what do you think? What do I think? Yeah, I mean, you think it's real? It feels real, doesn't it? Where'd you get this? I ordered it online. He's dangerous any more of them out there? I don't know. We can find out. No. You're supposed to be my friend. You're making that kind of difficult right now. Where's this in my box? I didn't order anything or ask for anything. It was just there. What am I supposed to tell my wife? I taught her. Don't call me anymore. Don't talk to me at work. Don't come by my house. Gut actually screened at Horrible Imaginings Film Festival this past year, and it ended up taking home the Audience Choice Award for Best Feature. Fangoria just called it one of the best independent horror films of the year. Gut is a subtly paced thriller about two childhood friends whose lives have diverged. One of them becomes the archetypal family man, while the other still lives in their past of toys, video games, and horror movies. In the effort to keep their friendship alive they end up getting together and viewing what appears to be a real snuff video. And the contents of that video begins to creep into their lives, rupturing their friendship and and, uh, eventually doing even more damage. 
I think it's an interesting piece that goes some dark places with some convincing acting and also some truly disturbing effects work in the snuff video. Really impressive, actually, for this type of micro-budget film. One thing I love about Gut, and it's the same thing I love about American Mary, actually, is that it is not an empty film that leaves nothing to discuss afterward. It's not the type of film that you leave the theater, go to Denny's, and forget what you just saw. There's something that the filmmaker, Elias, was trying to say with his story and one that different people have interpreted in different ways in the various places it's been covered online, and in ways that I believe Elias wasn't necessarily expecting when he made the film. Elias, the director of Gut, will be present at both San Diego screenings on June 14th and June 15th at the Digital Gym Cinema. He can discuss his storytelling process when making Gut, as well as his latest successes in getting Gut distributed on both VOD and DVD. Tickets for that film, as well as our other Film Geeks films, are now available online for $11 from hifilmfest.com slash passes. I will have a link on the website, as well as trailers that you can see. Of course, I'm getting a little concerned now that this episode is turning into a bit of an infomercial. That is not my intention. Maybe it will help if you know that Beth and I are personally losing money uh, significant money, out of pocket on these screenings, and that any money we get from ticket sales goes directly, 100%, to the efforts of the nonprofit Media Arts Center and their media education efforts here in San Diego. That is true, but the reality is really much more simple, and that is that without all of you who show up to these screenings, without all of you who buy tickets, without all of you who discuss the films and stay afterwards and tell your friends about them and share about them, they will not be able to continue. This is a, not a sustainable project without all of you. And for that reason, I want to sincerely thank everyone who came out to American Mary this past weekend. You not only made the weekend memorable and fun and incredible and a joy for me and for Beth and for all of us who were involved, but you also helped us think that this crazy idea could be a possibility after all. The thanks goes double to those of you who have shared about this, who have posted about this, who have tweeted about this, who have bought tickets already to gut. And I am beside myself with gratitude. I think that about covers it for the film geeks at the Digital Gym Cinema. Remember that all screenings will include free drinks and goodies, beer from Lightning Brewery, baked goods from Beth, and they are good. On June 14th and 15th, we will show Gut, with the director there for Q&A and meet and greet. On July 5th and 6th, we're showing the surprisingly good remake of Maniac, starring Elijah Wood. Please don't scream. She's so beautiful. On July 26th and 27th, we are showing the absolutely not-to-be-missed Barbarian Sound Studio, showing Toby Jones as the sound designer for an Italian horror film. What did you expect? What's he doing to her? I've worked on a horror film before. Horror film? This is a Santini film. Don't call my film horror again. This is going to be a fantastic film. Brutal and honest. 
On August 2nd and 3rd, we are showing Grabbers. It's an Irish monster movie about people who have to get wasted on booze in order to keep from getting eaten by monsters. It's just a goodbye party, whatever. Tequila! On August 24th, we're going to mix it up a little bit. The Pack Arts Movement will present their first Mystery Kung Fu Theater. Who knows what the film will be? Come out and find out for Kung Fu action. And finally, what we have scheduled right now on October 5th, Film Out San Diego will present the extreme French horror film Inside. It's one of my favorite films to come out of that new French extreme movement of the last decade. You see, so much good stuff coming to San Diego. It can only happen with your support. Get your tickets now for any of these films over at hifilmfest.com slash passes and join us, have good conversations, have good drinks, watch a film, and be part of a San Diego horror film community, something that is sorely needed. I think I've filled all your ears enough for this time around. I want to thank Dante Moran and his San Diego Horror and Action Meetup Group for supporting us so much. I want to thank Media Arts Center for supporting us so much, including Ethan Van Thilo, who uh, runs the whole shebang. And I want to just really quickly thank Kyle Yount of the Kaiju Cast for giving me the opportunity to talk giant Japanese monster cinema on his panel at Crypticon Seattle a couple of weeks ago. All of you will be able to hear that audio soon. It was a real pleasure. Thanks also to Crypticon, of course, for putting on the show, to Justin Giallo for being great and for the blast I had at his Grindhouse Theater watching the phenomenal film Pieces on 35mm. I also want to thank Lori Bowen, filmmaker Lori Bowen, my friend, for hanging out with me that weekend and making it ten times more fun than it would have been otherwise. And the same goes for Tanya Atomic and her man Josh for hanging out with us and going out to breakfast. You all rule. I love the horror community. You all keep me going at this insane, ludicrous speed pace. You are all the elixir that keeps me from shriveling into dust. Thanks so much for keeping my show going, too. I'm so sorry it's been so late, but I have a lot of ideas brewing, so stay tuned. As always, send me feedback to Miguel at hifilmfest.com. Chat me up on Twitter at Monster Resort. And find me on Facebook at about a bajillion pages that I now run, including pages for the Film Geeks, pages from Horrible Imaginings, Monster Island Resort, and my own personal page. If you have any ideas for future episode topics, feel free to send me a suggestion. And until episode number 102, stay scared.